I don't know about you, but ever since I was a teenager, I have always felt that I have too many books that I want to read or too many books that I need to read, and it's been a little bit difficult to manage them. Well, there's a very simple method that you and I can use to manage our books. Through wisdom is an house builded, and by understanding it is established. And by knowledge shall the chambers be filled with all precious and pleasant riches. Hi friends, welcome to the Treasure Box Books Podcast. I'm your host, Nathan Ching, a redeemed child of God, happy husband and homeschooling dad, and lifelong lover of good books. Fellow dad, are you eager to fill your children's hearts with truth and faith and wisdom and courage? Do you long to build growing, lasting, God-centered relationships with your family? If you're ready to inspire and equip your children to walk with God by learning and living together, then come join us on our journey, and let's go find the treasures in books. There's a very simple method that you and I can use to manage our books, and that is simply making a list. Yes, making a list, making a reading list. And this involves not just simply making it once and it's done, but making, maintaining, and using a reading list. So let me share with you five tips today for making, maintaining, and using a reading list. Tip number one, make a list of all the books you need to read. This list will look differently for everybody, no matter what your roles in life are. But as a dad, your list will probably look something kind of like mine. In this section of my list, those books fit into specific categories that relate to the roles that I play. I'm a Christian. I'm a husband and father. I happen to also be a pastor and teacher. And so my personal need-to-read list is then divided into categories of scripture, theology, manliness, marriage, and so on. These are the books that I need to read. Tip number two, list the books that you want to read. Did you know that Winston Churchill took up painting and bricklaying as hobbies? He was an incredibly busy man, but he also understood that to be his best and to do his best work, he needed times to step away from his work, to let his mind rest, to let his mind refresh to recreate, recreation, and it paid him back. Now, you and I can look at leisure reading that way, too. We can think of it as not just something that we like to do, but something that is going to give us recreation, that is, recreation, refreshment to our minds. It might feel like it's taking some time away from what you need to do, but I believe it repays the time lost by giving us some refreshment. Tip number three, list your books in order of importance. On my list, it looks like this. Scripture, followed by theology and devotional, followed by books on manliness, followed by books on marriage, followed by books on fatherhood and parenting, followed by books on preaching, pastoring, and witnessing. This order, for me, is intended and intentional. The reason I list scripture first should be obvious. I have to walk with God first and foremost. I have to know him. 
My heart has to be filled with him before I can properly fill all the other roles that I play in life. And then you might have noticed that marriage follows manliness. And there's a reason for that. I expect the majority of us understand that our marriage is the most important person-to-person relationship in our entire life. But for us to be the husbands that we need to be, we need to be the men that God intends us to be. And then, of course, fatherhood and parenting follows marriage. But you might have noticed that I mentioned preaching, pastoring, and witnessing after marriage, fatherhood, and parenting. That is intentional. Everything flows out of our walk with God, from that into our family life, and from our family life out into the rest of the world. If we are fit in our walk with God and fit in our family relationships, our familial relationships, then I believe we can be very fit and useful in reaching outside our own home. Tip number four, list the books you want to read with your family according to audience. Now, here's what I mean by that. If you read with or to your wife, make a section on your list of the books you want to read with or to your wife. For example, this year, I hope to finish reading the New Testament again with my wife. After that, then of course come books you want to read with your whole family. This year, I hope to finish reading several books to my family. I hope to finish reading Did Adam Have a Belly Button? by Ken Ham. I hope to finish reading God of the Aurora by Bruce Hamilton. I hope to finish reading The Titanic's Last Hero by Moody Adams. And the rain has just begun to fall again. I live on the windward side, on the eastern side of Oahu, and this is known as the wet side, the rainy side of the island. And so if you hear the rain, that's why. After making the list of books you want to read with or to your whole family, then you can make a section on your list of books you want to read with the individual children. This is where I typed out the titles that I want to read with them during daddy time. In another episode, we'll talk more about how we do daddy times, how we read with individual children, how we choose books appropriate to their level of reading or their level of understanding and so forth. My children's ages range from 15 years old all the way down to seven months, so the titles and topics cover a very broad spectrum of content. With my firstborn, I'm reading a book called Show Thyself a Man by Eldon Martins, excellent material for a young man. At the far end of the spectrum, I'm reading things like The Lamb by John Cross and 101 Favorite Stories from the Bible. And so there's a wide variety. And and of course, in there, there are books that are not necessarily something I would set as a goal to read, but I might end up reading something that I wasn't expecting to read that maybe one of the kids pulls off the shelf or they pick up at the library. And it might be a little bit of twaddle, a little bit of fluff, but it's not going to hurt them to read something fun every now and again. A A few days ago, I read, I can read with my eyes shut by Dr. Seuss to a couple of my younger boys, and it was just a fun, silly story. That's not something I added to my list as a goal. I want to read this to my son this year. But 
I read it to him, and so guess what I did? I entered it into my list. It's something we read. Tip number five. When you finish reading a book or listening to an audiobook, write it down. Uh, this year I finished a few audiobooks already, and I finished reading a, a few longer books that I had begun before the new year, and I have begun and completed a few short books, so I've written them down right next to the title on my list. Also, if you are listening to someone in your family read to you, you can write those books down, and I just list those as an audiobook. Finally, a bonus tip. You might find yourself beginning to read a book or listening to an audiobook, maybe even for several hours, and then you discover it's not really what you expected. Or maybe it's poorly written, or it contains material that you simply feel is inappropriate for you to consume. Well, what do you do? Oh, I started reading this book. I have to finish it. My friends, it is not dishonorable to stop reading a book or return the book to your library or return the digital book early. Remember that whatever you're reading, whether it is required or recreational, whether it is for you personally or for your family, it is like anything else in your life. It is a tool. It is a tool to help you to become the man God created you to be, to help build you into the husband and father and Christian brother that God intends for you to become. If a book, or anything else for that matter, doesn't serve those purposes, it's better to put it aside and then pick up something else and fill your mind and heart with content that will help you rather than hinder you. If you heard something helpful today or feel better equipped to lead your family, maybe you have a friend who could benefit from this episode too. Don't keep it to yourself. Hit share in your podcast app or take a screenshot of this episode and share it with a friend. Or just post a link on Facebook to treasureboxbooks.com and let your friends know that this episode might encourage them. You can find any links and resources mentioned today on the episode page linked below or just head over to treasureboxbooks.com and sign up to get our newsletter to keep you informed about future episodes and product releases. And if you've got a book recommendation or experience or idea you'd like to share with other dads, send me an email. My address is nathan at treasureboxbooks.com. I'd love to hear from you. Until we meet again, keep leading your family to find the treasures in books. <laughs>